0: Bez Hashem continues Shah Shuvah Shagimol Gimel, Oistes, Shin number one hundred and fifty one, discussing another example. How a person overcomes his yetsa Sahara. like we discussed yesterday, overcoming the yetsa Sahara. when he has a taiva to do an avera, is viewed as an asay, as fulfilling a positive commandment. What's the example Rabbi Yoni uses now? person is a businessman and he has an opportunity to make a tremendous amount of money. It can even be a small amount of money. He has a Yetzirah that says you can trick this person. He will have no idea what you're doing. You'll charge him more money. You'll, you'll trick him and you'll walk away a wealthy man. This is what the Yetzirah is telling the person. And the fire is burning inside. And he's thinking to himself, he'll be able to pay off his credit card debts. He'll be able to pay off all these bills if he just does this one time of tricking this person. And the person who he's going to trick, he's such a wealthy man, they won't even make a difference. That's what the Yetzirah is telling him. He won't notice. He won't care. And the person overcomes his sahara. which I will tell you. The Gemara tells us that when it comes to speaking lashon hara, and it comes to arius, and it comes to theft, we we have involvement in these different levels. But Gezel, Gezel is one of those things that people are involved with. And the person overpowers the Yitzhahara and he does not steal from this person. He does not trick him. He does not cheat him. is a talk of a terech b'mitzvah. The reward for such a person is someone who does a good deed, an asay, a positive commandment. As we discussed yesterday, he implements the power of Yirus Hashem. He implements the power of Yirus Hashem. I want to share with you a story. It was the Chavetz Chaim Zirzad yesterday. It's a story of the Chavetz Chaim, very famous story. We all know the story. I don't think I'd be able to say the story when my children ask me for a story and get away with this one because my children will say, "Abu, you know that already." But it's a very powerful story nonetheless. And the Chavetz Chaim is riding on the wagon with the wagon driver. And the wagon driver sees a field and he pulls over and he tells the Chavetz Chaim, he says, listen, do me a favor. I'm going to go get some fruit from the field. Tell me if you see anybody coming or looking so I'll just quickly uh, run away from the field. So the Chavetz Chaim says, you got it. We got a good deal. So the man goes over to the field. He's about to start picking some stuff off the field of the trees or wherever it's the ground. And the chavetz chaim starts screaming, "No, no, no! Don't do, it, don't do it!" They see you, they're coming, so the man quickly, the wagon driver quickly runs back. He gets in the on the wagon, giddy up with the horses, and they they ride off. And he gives a shkaych to the chavetz chaim, "Thank you, thank you, old man. You really, you really saved me. I don't want to get caught." A few minutes later, riding down the road, you see another field. Every, there are fields everywhere. And there wasn't even Lancaster, Pennsylvania. You have know, fields everywhere. He sees some more corn and some more vegetables. And he makes, he asks, Chavetz Chaim, he says, you can be a good lookout man for me. I'm going to go get some fruit. You just got to watch over, make sure you tell him he's coming. And the same thing repeats itself. And the man quickly gets back and he rides away. And he starts turning around and he says, I, I don't, what, are you sure you saw somebody? I didn't see anyone. What, what, where did you see them? Maybe because you were sitting on the on the wagon, you saw someone higher up. Says the Chavetz Chaim. Look up, pick up your head. Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem is there. God is watching all the time. Ayin roya, says the Mishnah Perki Yavis. The eye is seeing. Hashem's eye looks down and sees everything we're doing. And the person who implements yir HaMayim. The source of why the person held himself back and did not steal is yir Shilakim. How can I steal? HaKadosh Baruch Hu says no. How can I deal incorrectly in business? And I, by the way, I want to tell you I believe I believe it's Ravina Bachai who tells us the juxtaposition with the parasha of the weights and measures, and then right afterwards it talks about Amalek. Says Ravina Bachai, he says, why does Amalek come right afterwards? So we tend to think, oh, there's anti-Semitism, and we gotta get our guns out, and we have to go practice our shooting and. Yes, we have to protect ourselves. That's not how life works. It's a spiritual world. Masqueraded, camouflaged in the spiritual, in, in the physical world. Says Rebbeinah Bachai. The reason why Amalek came is because we were dealing in business with theft and trickery and know and ribis, and interest. And the Torah says, it's us, so you're not allowed to do that. So we think, oh, this anti-Semitism. We have to look ourselves in the mirror. Are we doing the mitzvahs properly? Are we being honest in business? That's a question we have to ask ourselves. Not just because it's Elul and a few days before Rosh Hashanah. But when this person is, Kovash Yitzroi B'Yir Lakim, as the Possek says, Hashem, you have to fear Hashem. <coughs> and the Mishnah tells us in Peke Yavas, Hav you have to be careful with all the mitzvahs, because you don't know the reward. A person might think, this mitzvah is not so important, that mitzvah is. No, all the mitzvahs, you have to be careful with them. And one of these examples, the famous example, is brought by Shilu HaKan. He send off the bird, the mother bird, and what does it say? The reward is you live long. It's a pretty easy mitzvah. My chavrusa told me he put up a little webcam by his by this uh, this past uh, past year. He did the mitzvah Shiluach HaKan. He put up a little webcam. There was a nest. They formed a nest. You know what I'm talking about? And in Baltimore, and he was able to watch when. The, the eggs, when, when everything be ready from go to the mitzvah. And there's another mitzvah that's also, we're told, will get receive tremendous reward. And that's one of the hardest mitzvahs we have. It's called honoring our parents. Ki Rav Aim. And the reason why Kaddish Baruch Hu did this is to come to tell us and teach us we have no idea how to fathom and begin to understand the reward of mitzvahs. And the masha which is given in Per I think by Rabbi Yohan himself, maybe the Rambam, is that you could have a field, a garden, and you can plant red roses, and pink, and white, and blue, and yellow, whatever colors, and tulips, and I don't know the names of all the flowers. So I'm going to stop there with that. Or you can plant a garden with only tulips. Which garden is going to be more beautiful? The garden with all the different array of flowers, all the different colors and designs. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I want you to build a garden with all six, all, well, 613 is also a little negative, all 248 positive mitzvahs. Every time you do a mitzvah, you're planting the seeds of this beautiful garden. And whose garden is it? It's your garden. It's your garden. You are planting your you're building your Gan Eden. And that's why the Mishnah tells us be careful with the Mitzvah A minor Mitzvah just like a Mitzvah chamura, because you don't know the reward given for each of the Mitzvahs.